Religiosanity, episode 77. Back with Pastor Andrew. And I think that Peter, last time I promised uh, in episode 76, we talked about uh, Epos of Akkad from uh, Ugarit. Yes. And I promised to bring another uh, piece of Ugaritic literature and this time I thought that uh, it'll be the best to continue with the apples of King Carrot. Yes. Here we know that Carrot is king because he is directly uh, named that way huh. uh, there and uh, we also know that this is the name of this apples uh, because it is called About Carrot. Mm or of carrot or something like that uh, is there any other documented proof of this king n- no 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 it's a legendary king uh there there of course uh, i intentionally call it epos because it is in between myth and legend ah. uh in in this epos you have uh human human actors or human humans involved and you have also divinities involved yeah in that way it resembles uh, biblical uh, biblical narratives but this is not strictly an prose narrative like you have in the Bible Uh, Mm -hmm. this is an uh, epic poetry and uh, that is also which makes it so much older than biblical uh, stories mm-hmm. and and frankly you know modern scholarship uh, as as much as fundamentalists would like to have uh, king david uh, as an as an historical figure uh, it is becoming clear and clear that it is more stuff of legends rather than than history mm-hmm. uh, solomon as well you know his son uh, mm-hmm. the the entire story of U- uh, united kingdom or unified kingdom is uh, more wishful thinking than uh, historical mm. fact so we are in the same area here only like thousand years earlier or uh, mm. the hundreds of years earlier with king carrot uh, in in polytheistic setting of course and uh, this epos is preserved also on three tablets, like the previous one. Please tell me there's no tablet missing. Uh, here there is a uh, discussion about it again, mm-hmm. uh, but consensus is uh, that these three tablets is it. Mm. You know, that there is no tablet missing, that mm. this, these three tablets and the story recorded on these three tablets uh, are forming a unit, mm. closed mm-hmm. and full unit. Uh, even though it does not strictly fulfill our expectations of uh, self-contained uh, right. uh, narrative, Right. from our perspective because it starts kind of abruptly and ends abruptly so uh, King Carrot is is an interesting uh, interesting epos uh, and 
I, I, I don't know how to uh, how to approach it. Maybe I can uh, give an uh, first outline yeah. of, of, of the story and then we can pick few of the main um, yeah. uh, few m main features of, 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 of that story. So um, with the beginning uh, on the first tablet uh, in modern they quoted as uh, KTU cuneiform text from Ugarit mm. from German uh, critical edition uh, mm -hmm. of these texts and a number is one that means that it is a religious or mythological material and then it starts from the tablet 14 and goes through 15 and 16. Okay. Uh, Akkad starts from 17, 18 and 19. Uh. So we are going backwards, I kind see. of. But uh, so King Keret uh, on the first tablet, we find him uh, stricken by tragedy. We learn how his entire family was decimated and, and completely obliterated. He has uh, no one. So I can give you a taste of, of how it is. And this is really very early. This is like seventh line, but there are a few lines broken. So this mm -hmm. is the first readable lines we have. The family of Kered was laid waste, the house of the king destroyed, which had seven brothers in it, eight sons of one mother. As for Kered, his offspring was destroyed. As for Kered, Ruin was his posterity. A rightful wife he had indeed obtained, a lawful spouse with bright price paid, a woman he had married, but she went away, probably passed away. Mm -hmm. Children, their mother had borne him, but a third died at birth, a fourth of disease, a fifth pestilence gathered for itself, a sixth the sea engulfed, a seventh of them fell to a weapon. Mm. So this is the description. He saw his offspring destroyed, quite ruined his dwelling. So this is the situation in which we find a carrot uh, and then uh, he is so badly distressed and depressed. Uh, he goes into sleep, uh, crying. And uh, as he sleeps, he is being approached by God El, the head of Pantheon, which is uh, highly appropriate because King is uh, an head of humankind. So being approached mm -hmm. by uh, head of Pantheon is absolutely appropriate. Mm -hmm. And L gives him instructions, or first ask, why are you uh, so uh, <laughs> upset? And so we hear... He must know, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but here we are in legendary uh, Bronze Age storytelling. So, you right. know, you don't... It has to be uh, sad, uh, yes. And deities, uh, the, this concept of omniscience, for instance, that was not present among, uh, or there is some inkling of that in, in classical Greek, for instance, and so mm. but not, but not always. Mm. 
deities are extra powerful, but they are not in that way like the monotheistic God would be, God, you yeah. know, omnipresent, yeah. omniscient, yeah. Uh, and, and so on. So, uh, uh, so he is asking, you know, why are you so upset? Do mm. you desire this or that and, and so on? And <laughs> we can return to that, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, this uh, royal bribe, we can call it or something like mm. that. And, and King says, no, I don't want this royal bribe. I want children. Mm -hmm. That's what I desire. And so El then gives him instruction how to obtain it. And he sends him for, uh, to a military campaign to a nearby town or the country where he is to uh, put a siege on a town and uh, gain through that a bride uh, from mm. the local king. Uh -huh. <laughs> and that uh, bride will give him his offsprings that is in a dream okay. and then we hear king doing exactly one step at a time all of that mm -hmm. king carrot follows the instruction from god uh l yeah. and goes with his army and uh, put a siege on a city and gains the bride maiden huria there is a departure from instruction he receives from God El while fulfilling that instruction. He, while he is going with his army to put a siege on that city, on his way he stops at a shrine of goddess Asherah and promises uh, to give uh, weight of his bride in gold if he indeed receives her. Hmm. And that is the, the kernel of the plot here. Hmm. So he eventually gets uh, Maiden Huri and returns and they have a big feast and God El blesses him and Huri goes uh, into bringing him children. Text is unfortunately quite broken exactly in this place so we don't mm. know but there is something like uh, eight daughters and there are clearly some sons as well because mm. we hear about uh, uh, a successor, you know, a royal prince. Oh. And we hear about another uh, uh, prince there uh, and later on. So, but then uh, Goddess Asherah remembers that there was this promise which was not fulfilled and is striking King with a mortal illness. Oh. And the whole, uh, again, text is here unfortunately quite broken, but clearly the whole uh, realm, whole kingdom is preparing for the untimely death of king. Uh, queen, maiden Huri, is uh, uh, having some feast for dignitaries and, and preparing the grieving rituals yeah uh, death watch yeah, yeah th death watch and and grieving rituals really accompanying that and 
so they are all preparing for that. But uh, two children of of Keret uh, here um, that there is this royal prince Yasibu that and they are preparing to install him as the next king after king passes. Uh, those dignitaries and and the queen uh, queen or she is always called maiden uh, Hori. Uh, and uh, there are other ch uh, children, Octavia, or the eighth uh, girl, or mm -hmm. eighth uh, female child of king, and um, younger uh, son Ilhu. And they still try to. Uh, save the life of Keret. So uh, Ilhu comes to uh, Keret and asks, you know, how is it possible that you are so mortally ill? What can we do? And a king sends him to his sister Octavia uh, because uh, she is compassionate and 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 a musician and and so on and. And together, then they go to. Uh, together, they then go to God L. And ask L to intervene and to save the life of Carrot. And uh, L does not do that again himself, but he is creating or engaging difficult to say an uh, healer or healing spirit or healing minor deity Sha'atikat which then comes and uh, performs healing over Kered who then recovers mm. and while this is all going on uh, the successor Yatsibu is plotting against the king <laughs> and is uh, is go coming to uh, to king to challenge the king of not uh, executing the royal duties and that he is becoming king who is able to execute the royal duties over the realm and directly challenges the king first he thinks about it or plots that and then he performs that and the response is that then king curses his uh, son wow. and that is the end of the epos wow so we started with king carrot without children his desire was to have a successor and at the end of this epos, uh, rather abruptly, but quite uh, clearly, you know, he is on his own, uh, by his own action or by his own yeah. curse, yeah. Uh, which was an equivalent to a capital punishment. You know, or how is it uh, uh, pronouncement of capital punishment? Pronouncing that in that curse, that is actually a judgment that he will die. Mm. 
-hmm. you know, and be taken out of the palace and executed. That curse is co-equal with sentence. And um, so he started without children and he is ending without the successor. So that is the tragedy mm -hmm. of the King Carrot. And while we are, uh, you know, reading it, there are certain intriguing and beautiful passages there. Uh, I, I mentioned that uh, royal bribe, uh, which is, uh, which is uh, there. And interestingly is, uh, I went over the text mm -hmm. as it survived uh, yeah. and uh, tried to count how often it appears that royal bribe huh. and it is there one two three four five six seven times at least you know because that text is uh, broken so we don't know but seven times also makes a uh, good sense because it is an, a symbolic number ah. but uh, that that bribe is that uh, First, we hear it when Al is asking uh, King Carrot, what does he want? And, uh, and is offering what I'm calling royal bribe, simply gifts to a king. Yeah. So first we hear, what ails Carrot that he weeps, the gracious one heir of Al that he groans? Does he desire the kingship of bull his father or dominion like the father of man? That means like dominion of the L. Those are uh -huh. epithets of, uh -huh. of God L. Take silver and yellow gold, a share in its production and perpetual slaves or charioteers with chariot horses from the stable of handmaid's son. Those are the offers being made. So uh -huh. here you see the wealth and military power is yeah. being offered. And uh, the answer of the king is, why should I want silver or yellow gold, a share of its production or perpetual slaves or charioteers with chariot horses from the stable of handmade son? It is sons. I would beget descendants I would multiply so these are the t first two repetitions of the royal bribe uh, and L talking to carrot and yeah. carrot responding to God L yeah. then in L's instruction as I mentioned you know when L is giving instruction to uh, to to carrot uh, he tells him that that local king Pabil, whose city is being besieged or is going to be besieged, uh, will send this offer to King Carrot. Mm. You know, yellow gold, silver yeah. and yellow gold, uh, perpetual slaves, yeah. uh, charioteers, and, and uh, you know. Uh, so this king will send a message to Carrot. And Carrot will send message back exactly like we heard that in that uh, dream. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
that's still not it. Uh, here we have only four <laughs> repetitions. So then we, in reality, when it is uh, happening, this was still in s uh, dream right. with instruction. So in reality then, when king goes uh, to that uh, city yeah. of Udum, yeah. and Pabel is first instructing messengers, to send it uh, to to bring it to Carrot. In reality. In reality. In reality. So King Pabel heard about of, this before, but now he's hearing about it for real. Now it is in reality and, and and in reality we hear that the king of the besieged city is instructing this way his messengers to bring the message to King Carrot. Yeah. Then we hear about those messengers coming to King Carrot and saying it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carrot responds to messengers. Does he list everything when he responds? Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I can find it for you. Says, so Do you think uh, I un want... Unfortunately, unfortunately it, is, it is broken, that text, you know, but yeah. it is reconstru uh, reconstructable. Doesn't need to be... And, I mean... and, 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 and you know, he, he is saying, what... what what use I have for uh, silver and yellow, uh, uh, yellow gold uh, for uh, perpetual slaves, or no, sources yeah. of its being mined and perpetual yeah. slaves and for the chariots yeah. uh, with chariot horses and so on. So uh, it, it, it... On it, the first day of Christmas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this but, but, but think about it, y you know, that sophistication of that whole thing. Yeah. is at the same time very intriguing and very interesting. Also. Because you have the story within the story within the story. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. It's yes. it's almost like uh, those uh, Russian dolls, you know, yes. Matryoshka or whatever. You, you know, you have it kind of yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. shelled in each other. Uh, we are starting first very easily, like, uh, you know, King having a dream, and in the dream is the instruction, and that yeah. instruction is then performed, and and uh, with that all is being a repetition of this yeah. bribe, yeah. And also the answer. And you know when you think about it, that answer is and highly significant from the perspective of the entire narrative, mm. also. Because by repetition, it is being drilled into our memory and into our feelings that this is about, not about the royal wealth, not about the royal army. Right. This is about having descendants, yeah. having an heir. What's important to him. That's what yeah. is really important for royal, or, or should be important for the royalty and for everyone. And where do we end this whole epos? Yeah. If you remember, yes. we said that he cursed his son and sentenced right. him that way to death. Right. And so uh, that is why I am calling it this uh, the real tragedy, you know, equivalent yeah. in, in many respects to uh, later and a little bit more sophisticated and more elaborate tragedies of uh, classical Greece yeah but but here you have definitely all the makings are present there 
and 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 the beautiful descriptions for instance yeah. you, you know of of emotions which are somehow a little bit more raw more descriptive perhaps yeah. but by that virtue they are also quite intelligible for us yeah and and so you can uh, sympathize with the characters there and yeah. and uh, and it is uh, that is making it so appealing and all of that is said in in relatively simple poetry semitic poetry but the one which we can recognize from the hebrew bible poetry it mm. is using same or similar pairs of words parallelisms right which survived until the biblical times right and what about for, the, for the job connection there with the losing of everything yes yeah, yeah and that that is also yeah you are pointing exactly what what scholars uh, are saying and here you have it even i would say in a more raw form and i would say also pure yeah because book of job was unable to sustain that tension and so in the end you have that miraculous uh rewarding of job for his suffering mm -hmm. and everything is being restored yeah yeah while over here he lost everything gained everything and lost it again yeah. right and and so in that way it is pure tragedy while book of job was unable to sustain that tragic yeah. uh air yeah and and ended on a cheap yeah by god <laughs> restoring all the as if it was even possible yeah you know that children cannot be replaced by another yeah, children yeah. you know yeah. frankly uh, yeah but uh <laughs> that's where uh i would say uh artistic aesthetical and theological or philosophical mm. Uh, value of this epos, uh, Ugaritic epos, is yeah. actually bigger than, or yeah. more important, or stronger than than the biblical tradition. That's interesting, and that that makes me wonder. Then, I keep thinking like this: repetition of of things is a is a lack of sophistication in in narrative storytelling. Uh, but you just made me think, because it's sophisticated more theologically and more in terms of just the idea of it ending as a tragedy is, is, is in, in its own way more sophisticated as a, uh, you, have to, you have to process almost the story. You, you know, you have to get, because it ends that way, it, not, not cheaply as you say, like Job ends, which is where, where you don't really mm -hmm. take in the, uh, the story and have it affect you. Mm -hmm. It almost mm -hmm. is just plopped on, 
mm. and you're happy everybody's happy and that's the end there, there is that happy ending yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is for instance interesting and uh, it was helpful for deciphering of this text because if the text is broken you can reconstruct it because <laughs> yeah. there are these that, that that's a technical thing for 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 those who uh for then then you are translating it or yeah. trying to reconstruct it that's one thing but uh it is clearly hearkening back to oral tradition that's a right. feature taken from oral tradition right. where the bard the singer or the yeah. that the, 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 the person who is performing it yeah is uh having these kind of blocks yeah. which and and then that we talked about sophistication of 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 that yeah. form is in what i described before that it is kind of put into each other and the complication of that, you know, who is actually saying it when, yeah, is right, making right, right. it intriguing and interesting. Right. And then that sudden departure from the repetition, like we have that when King Carrot is following word for word instruction from God Al in a dream, and then in the middle of his journey from his uh, palace, to besiege the city of Udum, in the middle he breaks it, stops at the shrine of uh, goddess Asherah, and offers a sacrifice, yeah. which then he forgets and uh, is punished for it. And the punishment is first an attempt on his life, which then is being saved, mm -hmm. but by the virtue of being saved, he ends up of cursing and pronouncing death penalty over his uh, successor, mm -hmm. his own son, eldest son. And that is making the tragedy even deeper. Yeah. Definitely in the eyes of ancient people. Yes. And uh, that is that sophistication within the repetition. You are almost like... Uh, rocked into thinking that you know i know what is coming and, yeah. and and so on and then suddenly there is this break in the repetition which is a pivotal point of the whole storytelling right. and by the way there is an deeper philosophical or if you wish theological wisdom behind it because he is acting like piously yeah. out of religious zeal but he is not following uh, the instruction of God mm -hmm. so that moral of that whole story is follow divine instructions mm -hmm. don't try to be more pious more religious than the religion is telling you yeah, yeah. I, I think that that is something we can listen ourselves right you know don't try to be <laughs> yeah. over pious you know right. or don't try to be more religious than god is actually asking you to be <laughs> right. Right. tell that to some zealots yeah these days in any religion <laughs> frankly yeah and that that is very often the, the, the source of so much harm around the world, when mm -hmm. you think about it. Mm -hmm. 
So that, that, that's the storyline and morals and a little bit of, uh, of the, the, those gems in yeah. the text. Yeah. In, in some of those repetitions, for instance, there are, uh, there, there are other interesting insights for, for our understanding of ancient Bronze Age uh, period. And to some degree, all ancient Semitic uh, mm. world and worldview. So, for instance, uh, when they are going out uh, to uh, besiege the city of Udum, when they are sending that special army, yeah. that's probably going to an, a holy war. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an equivalent to crusade. Right. This is the uh, first... Uh, it's yeah. instructed by because God. It's instructed by it's God. It's instructed yeah. by God and listen to it. So, this is the instruction. Uh, he is first instructed that he should go and offer offerings on a, on the top of the temple and, and so on and so forth. But then, then come down, carrot from the roof. That's where they are making the, those uh, offerings uh, and mm. prepare food for the city, wheat for the house of Kabur. That's probably the palace or something like that, or maybe the the city of mm -hmm. King Carrot. Let bread of the fifth month month's harvest be cooked food of the six months let a force be provisioned and let it set out let a mighty host be provisioned and let a force go forth let your host be mighty army a million charioteers mercenaries without number archers beyond reckoning let them march in the thousands like a downpour and in their ten thousands like the early rains. Let them advance. Two by two let them proceed. Let all of them advance in threes. Let a single man lock up his house. Let even the widow be enlisted. Let the sick man take up his bed let the blind man outrun the runner. Hmm. And let the newly wed go out. Let him abandon his wife for another. On account of foreigner, let him leave his wife. <laughs> so weird. Like a locust, let them settle on a step like grasshoppers on the edge of the desert. <laughs> then there is go one day and go and go seven days and come. Th that's mm -hmm. the instruction. Mm -hmm. Of course, then he is following all these instructions, but breaks it in the middle, <laughs> as we mentioned. But uh, here you have uh, instruction for the Holy War. And interestingly, if you pay attention, there are several New Testament echoes. Mm. There is this, uh, the lame one, which is taking his bed and goes for the crusade. And there is uh, this uh, newly wed who abandons his wife and goes for, an, uh, for a march. And both are oh. present in New Testament in two different stories. One is the parable of the feast. And that is one of the excuses. Oh. 
and and yeah. uh, the other one is uh, the healing of the lame person right. who is instructed to take the bed and and follow right and so he that is interesting because that's over 1000 years yeah. more uh, of difference and there are these echoes which are common to uh, to these two different completely different yeah. but still coming from the similar or same sources yeah. uh, um, would, it have, would, would, would this text have been known by the writers of the Gospels? Or no, no, of course not. But no. it, somehow they're still the, the, down the, the, Those idioms stories. were known. Right, Those right. idioms were known. Right. You know, like uh, a war instructed by God. Yeah. Crusade, yeah. you know, we would call it. Yeah. But uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's an idiom which is... Uh, and, and it requires special, uh, special urgency and special... Uh, special arrangements because for the normal war all of that would not be the case mm -hmm. so for the normal war if you were newly vet we know it from the bible that those who were newly vet were sent back because they would uh, they, they were potential demoralization of the army mm. that they would not fight as they were needed uh -huh. to fight that was a general idiom of that time which clearly persisted for more than 1000 years from Ugaritic texts and maybe older than that because these Ugaritic texts are already working with quite developed uh, pattern here but it persisted all the way to the New Testament times mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that that's another uh, another uh, interesting feature which is there uh, repeated again there are not only these repetitions of royal bribe but there are also other repetitions you know there there is this repetition of the sending out of the army uh-huh you know of that crusade yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is also a repetition uh about uh, about the besieging of the city and its effect on on its inhabitants including animals because the, if the city is besieged of course uh, uh, citizens but also their animals those are uh, agricultural cities so the animals mm -hmm. were living in the cities they're were suffering for the lack of food from the mm -hmm. fields uh, so th those are repetitions but then there is that repetition at the end when uh, that pretender of tr throne the royal prince is uh, uh, is thinking about uh, challenging the king. Uh, it's better preserved when he is directly challenging the king, but we know that there is uh, no. Uh, so uh, that there is first he is plotting it, and then he is uh, bringing it directly to the king as a direct ch ch challenge. This is where he is speaking to himself, that uh, Prince Yasib, Yatsibu. Go to your father, Yatsib, go to your father and say, repeat to Keret your Lord. Now, listen and let your ear be alert. Like a warrior 
can you command warriors and give orders to those under your command? You have lowered your hand in weakness. You have not tried the case of the widow. You have not judged the cause of the powerless. Like a bedfellow is illness, your concubine is disease. Step down from your kinship, I shall be king. From your dominion, I shall be enthroned. And then he goes and uh, repeats this mm. again. And those are like, uh, here you have the repetition of the royal duties. So we had here royal bribe yeah. or gifts and repetition. And what is actually even more important than that. But here we have a repetition of the royal duties. It is being strong, being in command, leading the army. Yeah. But besides that, and that is something which appears again in the Bible, both Hebrew Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. And that is the responsibility of executing justice for the widows and for the powerless or for the orphans, as it would be later uh, translated or morphed uh, in the Hebrew Bible. And that is a responsibility of the king, not only to, to rule, and not only to lead army, but also to be there as a uh, guarantor of the social justice in the realm. Mm -hmm. And that is a very strong ethos uh, throughout the ancient Near East again, and persists through the Bible, and one would hope is present through the preaching of the church to those who are in power. Yeah. Because why do we have government? To protect the society, to protect the state, that's that function of that army there, and also to protect those who need protection most among us. That is the function of the government. You know, back then, for them, it was king. <laughs> yeah. And that is also why pr prophets are constantly uh, calling on, on the kings, you know, to, 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 to execute this justice. Because that's their primarily holy duty. Yeah. And, and here you have it, uh, 3,000 years old. Yeah. And, and that is also why I, I'm so kind of uneasy when, when you hear about uh, some of those radical uh, conservative Republican voices of calling for obliteration of the government, say, what, we, what do we need government for, and, and so on. Of course we do. And we don't need that only for the army, but we need that also for the harmony within the society, because the society is strong as the weakest link within the society is. Yes. And, and clearly, uh, ancient people were able to conceptualize that, think about it, and put it into these instructional uh, epices. And that is why I think it is, until now, worthy of, of 
uh, reading them and studying them and trying to understand them. It's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much for bringing this. Yeah, classical or pre-classical tragedy. Pre-classical tragedy. Who knew it would be this fascinating? I'm sorry. I am surprised. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.